First Class Podcast. Yo, 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 it's another episode of First Class Podcast. I'm your host, E. Carter. I'm here with... Oh, that's my cue, right? Yeah, I pointed at you. Oh, let's do it. Hold on. Let's do it again. <laughs> I didn't know which way you was going to take it. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let's do it again. I'll yeah. be ready. I'll be ready. And I'm here with... Your boy, that guy, 937. What up, world? Type shit. And uh, also in the stream, we got my man... CGO in the building said, what's up to him? What's good, y'all? Good to be here. Take that shit off your head, though, and off the wall. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Listen, bro, you already know, man. We on y'all heads <laughs> tomorrow, bro. Sorry. You know. We can show it all. We can show. We can do a tour of all the Raven stuff in the basement. But I'll say that for after the win. You know what I'm saying? That's what's I'm just glad you didn't come on here with them browns, the boo-boo browns on. Nah, that's cool, bro. I wasn't going to do it two shows in a row. I ain't trying to jinx us. <laughs> nah, <laughs> go ahead, jinx y'all. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, how how everybody feeling? James, how you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, feeling great, man. Great feeling good. How about you? Uh, cool. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little all right. <laughs> just a little all right. Like, yeah, man, trying to bit. figure it out. What about you, Siege? How you feeling, bro? <laughs> Same, bro. I'm cool. Second part of the day, ready to roll. I might want to do another one. I'm feeling good. <laughs> yep. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. So, uh, if anybody is new to the show, uh, we always try to start off with some type of uh, quote or words of encouragement or something to that nature. Um, I've actually, I didn't dig too, too deep for this. I actually shared this from a friend of mine. And I had to go back on my page to find it. So, but I think it's definitely fitting for some of the things that we're going to talk about in the show. It says, uh, your greatest contribution to the universe may not be something you do, but someone you raise. Mm. Say that one more time. Your greatest contribution to the universe may not be something you do, but someone you raise. So, like I said, that that wasn't that was something that I ended up sharing from a friend of mine about a week or so ago, and that kind of just popped out. So I, I'm like, man, let me make sure I <laughs> I keep that one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it it, it is dope, man. I, a lot of people we we grow up and try to achieve, and we like, hey, it's something big I'm supposed to be doing. I got to be doing something great, something big, something great. And a lot of times it's not meant for 
you to do it. It's actually meant for whoever you raise, you know what I'm saying? Son, daughter, you put them in the position to, to make that great move and stuff like that. So that might be your biggest, you know what I'm saying, contribution to the universe. So I thought that was a dope quote, man. Um, yeah, man, y'all got anything before we get started? Uh, yeah, today's show is being brought to you by the, the cold word, sticky buns. That all is right. all. <laughs> sticky on, buns. Even though sticky buns for like 20 minutes. Uh, the cold word. <laughs> all right. It's, it's like, I, I think you've been watching Home Alone, Sticky Bandits. You know? <laughs> they just said the wet bandits, the sticky uh-huh. bandits, yeah, with the tape, though. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> What's up, Sage? You got anything before we get started? No, nah, I just dig that quote. I just want to add that uh, somebody who you raise, or when you're raising somebody, that's also a culmination of things you do, and the kids see that. Watch what you say. Watch what you do. For sure, for sure. All right, man. First topic at hand. Uh, Jay, I'm gonna let James pretty pretty much take take this one. Uh, it was about uh, as far as Nicki Minaj. She was in some headlines uh, talking about a college course and stuff like that. So I'm gonna go ahead and let James take the front runner on that and explain it a little bit more for y'all. Yeah. So basically, uh, UC Berkeley is offering a Nicki Minaj course starting in the spring semester about all the contributions she's made as a FMC and uh. Uh, hip hop and then as well as feminism, and don't get me wrong, she's made contributions as far as this generation. But in my honest opinion, I feel like society today, especially in like the world of like hip hop and stuff like that, we always get wrapped up in what's now and what's new, and there's no type of attention nor respect being made for the people in the game that I feel, in my opinion, made a bigger impact. Like I said, especially when it comes to uh, hip hop and even feminism as a whole, like we had the Lauren Hills, we had uh, but real quick before you before we get in, in, into all of that, what is the course? What is the course going to be about? Like, I just said, it's about Nicki Minaj's impact in hip hop and her contributions to fem, feminism. So, what is some of her contributions to feminism? I ain't take the course, so the I guess course about- is basically like Nicki Minaj's history. Is that what I'm getting out of this, or? I have to. I'm gonna look it up and see. Exactly. Kind of like her history. To like being. Okay, so it's probably like a. I mean, like I said, like a woman history class with an emphasis on Nicki Minaj. I got it right here. Hold on. Hold on. It's uh, the University of California Berkeley is set to offer a Nicki Minaj course, uh, for their upcoming spring semester. The course Nicki Minaj, the Black Barbie film C and hip-hop feminisms will encourage students to think about how Nikki's impact on the hip-hop industry connects to the broader historical social structures and hip-hop feminisms. The course professor yeah. explained on Okay. One, trash. Okay. <laughs> that's what, it, now do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, now? No, it's just for that listening. Oh, I just okay. kind of wanted okay. to, like, get into it a little bit more. Get the see. actual... What what was they actually gonna be breaking it down to? Now, if it's just about feminism and your history, like what? Bitch, you ain't did nothing. I, I mean, don't not, get me not, wrong, not she a, can rap a, like it's cool. Like I unless, get it, but not unless she got like some uh, uh, some charitable. You know what I'm saying? 
maybe charity wise, she set some stuff up and all of that. But but I remember it was a that. it was an incident to where Missy Missy had made a post about something, and people were saying she was throwing shade at Nicki Minaj. Is Nicki Minaj had won some type of award or something, and then Missy kind of made a comment. And people thought she was like, you yeah, know, kind of sneak missing Nikki. Yeah, I remember. And people were like, oh, well, Missy, you watch stuff. And you're like, bro, who the fuck is y'all talking to, bro? <laughs> oh, you know who this is? Right. Do you, this is Missy, Misdemeanor Ellie. Like, bro, do you know who this is? Do you know her her historical elements as far as hip hop and everything she done? Right. And the people that she's brought out. And then, like I said, even before that, like Ladies of Rage, we had, uh, like I said, Roxanne Shante. Who's responding to a dude who she thought was talking about her? Like, nah, you ain't gonna get that one off play. I got it. I got it. Stuff like that. There wouldn't be no Nicki Minaj's and none of them if it wasn't for them. True. Talk about historical elements and this, that. Like, bro, what have you, like you said, what have you done? So, so basically, that's saying that Nicki is a hip hop icon. You this, said that. I mean, uh, I mean, of this era, I can see that, but. When you get to talking about a college course, like, come on, bro. The only the only other rapper I know that had a college course is, is Pop. Yeah. Now, if it's, if it's anybody else in between there that I don't know about, then, you know, by all means, enlighten me. But I don't think you've done enough to just – now, unless you went to school there or donate – she had to do something to that college to be like – Hey, I'm gonna donate y'all a bunch of money, or I used to go there, or something. I I attended. Of course, that's not gonna be in the. Only not- thing that it says is that Nikki responded like, "Yeah, I'd like to come in and sit in on the course." Like, because she she don't even huh. know what it's about, <laughs> huh? She's gonna be like, "Well, what are y'all gonna be saying about me?" Like, no, man. Like, I don't. I don't it's know, bro. It's an interesting. It's an interesting it's an interesting thought though. I just think they should expand on it a little bit because I can understand why you would have a class to explain Nicki Minaj's impact in a sociological from a sociological standpoint in terms of her impact on fashion, the way women the way women carry themselves like from a uh from a, a mainstream standpoint, like how how she took the little Kim kind of era and and boosted that up into more of a mainstream style and, and she did a lot of crossing over and stuff like that too so i can kind of see how it how what where they coming from but i think that it's it's important to add other women in there like you said missy i haven't always been the biggest fan of missy's music and i'm still not like she got some great songs she got some songs that's great she, producing wise from a from a female perspective and even from a male perspective to be honest with you she head and shoulders above most of the producers and, and some producers ain't even close but um so but so i think you gotta add those people in there you gotta add the the like you said the roxanne shantae's the you gotta add mc light like come on uh lauren hill you gotta add those add those artists in there you gotta put salt and pepper in there you gotta add people who had impact on our, our culture period yeah on our culture period to even be able to explain Nicki Minaj's sociological impact. And I'm not saying that she hasn't had one. She has. And it can be interesting. But to just focus on only Nicki Minaj, it's like, how many years are you going to be able to teach this class? You know what I mean? You should be, it, it should be from a from a broader 
sociological perspective, the impact of this, what this person brought to the table that enabled this person to be a hip hop artist that enabled this person. And you can even branch it into the male spectrum too. You know what I mean? Like, all right, so Nicki Minaj has this impact on music. She made this song, which impacted this person. And then this person impacted, you know what I mean? So, and I also think it's dangerous. The word feminism is dangerous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we, we say, a lot of people say feminism from a, from a perspective that like is negative. Like all for, you see it all on Facebook all day, every day. Men is this, men ain't this, men ain't this. I'm a feminist. I'm a, I, I rock with women on this and that's cool. You can rock with women on things, but from an equality perspective, the word feminism to me is dangerous. So I think even adding that in the course structure, the course language is, is nonsensical, but that's just me. I, Actually, we just talked about this on the last show. Man, he had talked about uh feminism and it, and you know, even though the definition of feminism of feminism is you know just giving women more, like giving them power. Like I I get that. And we did talk about a extreme feminist, which I feel like is the more dangerous aspect. But just woman empowerment to begin with, like I said, it's just it's several other people I could think of that did more from a for a historical point of view and even birthed a lot of mini means you know um i mean <sighs> but i like i agree with what you're saying and i and i see what c just said too as far as like it's great if they use nikki as step one and then broaden out with some of these other artists over time like Missy and Lauren and all of that and add those people to that same program. Like maybe it might be Nikki starting the program or starting the course, but as they get in depth in certain things, then you bring out the Lauren Hill, the Erica Badu's, the whatever, whatever. But like she's not teaching the class. It ain't like she's there, but they're going they talking about, I guess, her quote unquote input into this era or hip hop or in like you said feminism so I feel like if it's just like seems just said if it's just on Nicki Minaj like that's it clear cut just her then that's it's, it's probably only going to be one course and it's probably going to be a it's short hard, yeah because it's hard to tell a story it's hard to tell a story of an artist or even a genre of music with just one page of the entire entire book. Like this is a whole book of history that's been written since the 80s. You know what I mean? So how can you just you so like let's just say for instance, I'm explaining Nicki Minaj to somebody and I'm like, they never seen Nicki Minaj before, and I'm like, or heard of her. And I'm like, yeah, she kind of rapped like Lil' Kim. You ever heard of Lil' Kim or her style is like Lil' Kim? And they know Lil' Kim, like, oh, okay. So now I can use Little Kim's story to tell Nicki Minaj's story. Like, okay, now listen to this song and tell me it don't sound like this, or whoever the example would be. Like you, so so that, that's basically what I'm getting to. You know what I mean? Which makes sense. Yeah, I, I was just saying, I was just saying I agree with that because if it's just based off of, off of Nicki in general, then it's one is stupid, two is trash, three it sounds like an easy A, like. I'm not gonna blame the college kids for taking it real quick. Like, <laughs> why not? But, uh, shit, I would take it. Like, all right, 
Like, Eric, what are you doing here? Man, easy A, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Now. What? But, yeah, man, I don't know, bro. I, ho hopefully, hopefully it's a little bit more in depth what they presented. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. you said it's coming up. This uh, It's going to be a course this upcoming spring. Upcoming spring. So, hopefully, let's, let's try to keep a, a eye and an ear out for that and see if they actually – dig a little bit deeper into that and it's not just solely on on her because like i said if it if it you know if they do get into it a little bit deeper and, and bring out some of these other iconic iconic females and uh iconic women in our culture then that then then it's, it's a, dope. a beautiful thing yeah then it's a dope sense. it's a dope course you yeah. know what i'm saying it's and a, a lot it's more a start, it's a start but it's yeah, a start like, though. Yeah. So if it's University of California Berkeley is a prestigious, like one of the uh, a prestigious like academic school. So for them to have a for them to have a black woman as a as a she she has made an impact too. So that's important to say she has made an impact. But to have a black woman as the focus of a course is is a great start. Just add more black women. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. It's a, it's a great start. So if it's if it's something to where, even if it's a trial and error, yeah, like all right, we tried to just do it on Nikki, and then now they're like, that's not gonna work. Now let's bring in a couple more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now let's build a whole a whole entire course around it. But like I said, let's just keep a try to keep an ear on that, see what they actually do with that. Hopefully, it, hopefully it work out, man. The only thing, the only word that I really wanted to say that I wanted to add in there. But, but I forgot. I, I promise. Embodied. I promise you. Okay. Embodied. I I, 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 I thought I thought you were about to say sticky buns. I'm about to like, bro. If you say sticky buns, bro, I'm definitely moving on. It was in body. That was the word. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but um, but yeah, moving on, man. I don't know. It was a viral video going on about like a week or so. About a week or so. Um where a father was disciplining his son. Uh, now, as a father and as uh, someone who is somebody else's child has been disciplined before, there's a lot of different ways to be disciplined. Um, some people look at it as being extra harsh. <clears throat> some people feel that certain disciplines are uncalled for. Um, me personally, in this situation, I feel like he was absolutely correct. Um, and just to give a little feedback on what, what the what the video was about, I guess the son was on live or doing some making some video or whatever with his friends. And he decided to grab some of his uh his uh his dad's guns and flexing in the video, talking about ops, this, that, and the third. And I think the I think he said the boy was like 15. 15 or 16 or something like that. So he put on his own live, sit down with the son, and the, the part that kind of sparked the controversy with a certain people is that he open face, open hand, open face, smacked the dog shit out of him. And it, I ain't gonna lie, it was hilarious. But Smack the sticky buns <laughs> on him. Put the sticky buns on Bro, him. Bro, the sticky buns. But now nah, he smacked the shit out of him, man. And it was funny, man, because the son's face when he smacked him was like he wanted something, wanted he wanted to retaliate, but it's like 
man, he gonna kick my ass. Like, let me let me just stop, bro. But a lot of people was uh were just mad about it and stuff like that. So I want to know what y'all take is on it. Uh, CJ, I'll go ahead and start off with you first. Uh, do you feel like he went a little bit too far? One, did you see the video? Do you know what video we're talking about? Yeah, I definitely seen the video. Okay. Do you uh, so, do you think that he went too far? Normally, in this situation, I would say yes. So the smack, yeah, probably. I, I probably wouldn't have smacked the fire out of him. Maybe, but but normally, I would say, nah, don't do your kids like that on live. However, this particular case, the son went on live himself. You know what I'm saying? To do to flex and do all of that. So I think the father in this case did what. All right, you want to do this on live? You know what I'm saying? You you a gangster on live, right? All right, so now let's get back on live and show me how gangster you are. In that case, trying right. to prove, trying to make that statement to a son. I probably wouldn't have did that myself. I would have drove, probably drove my son to the neighborhoods, meet some people, went to the jails or something like, hey, bro, this is what you're trying to do. And you keep on, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I think I think that the father in this particular case went the route that the son was going. Like he's trying, he's showing his son the way that his son probably learned the best. All right, you went on live, you a gangster, right? So let's go back on live and let me let me show you what it is. I think that's number one. And then I think also number two, um, like I said, where I kind of differ with him at is with the slap one and then with, with the slap one. And I think it's controversial. I think it's controversial because not only did you open face slap your son, like, that slapping is so disrespectful to me, man. Like, I, I, it's just disrespect. If you slap me, I might have to shoot you. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, it I'm was just better saying. than punch. Oh man, I don't know, bro. Uh, you might have to. If you punch, if you punch me, bro, you might you might get a shot at a fair one. But if you slap me, we gonna have a we gonna have a. Yeah, real right. that's, that's you saying as a grown man. Now we saying if you sixteen years old. Playing with your dad's guns on live, and you get smacked in the face. You gonna have oh, to yeah, take yeah, that yeah. like the kid did. <laughs> I'd rather you smack me than punch back. me in my face. Yeah, if you my dad, yeah, because I'm young, you you might sleep me, but and yeah. I still gotta take it. Like what? No, personally, I yeah. I, yeah, well, I, I just, mean, of course, if we just talking about we all adults here and slapping, then of course, but <laughs> nah, we talking about. Oh, I don't even know. It, even when I was a kid, bro, I don't know if I'd be about that. I don't know. I don't know how I would have acted if my dad ever slapped me, bro. I never had that experience, but I, I, I don't take, I don't take slaps to, I don't take slaps to lightly, bro. I ain't gonna lie. My mom used to grab like my side, the shot of my mouth like this uh, when they talking to you and squeeze right. I used I, to hate that, bro. But uh, but my thing my thing with discipline is this, bro. I think a lot of a lot of parents have got too soft. You know what I'm saying? Like even me looking back, right? I done had an open hand to the face. I done had a backhand to the face. Not on <laughs> live too, though. But on live too, though. Like you just embarrassed your kid. I'm thinking everybody taking that out of context is that we didn't have live. We wasn't sitting here streaming stuff live so yeah, when we, we got up. but the thing is is that if i if i did if i'm acting a fool in front of my friends then i got my ass beat and got in trouble in front of my mm-hmm. friends in this Fact. case it's the same thing if you want to be on live stunt on live in front of your friends now i'm about to do the same thing you want to act the ass 
Now I'm going to act the ass too. And he told him, like, if any of your little friends that's thinking that they thugs and they gangsters and all of that, that got a problem with how I'm disciplining you, tell them to come on. I'll be here. He said, I'll put you in the dirt myself before I let one of these little niggas out here do it. Thanks. Mm. And, I, and yeah. I feel it. That's why, personally, I feel like the whole situation was justified, even the smack in the face. I think he lightened up by it being a smack in the face because he probably was sitting there talking about it and just reoccurring on how your son is out here damn near about to throw his life away. And he's like, oh, what? <laughs> What? <laughs> what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? So I can understand that, bro. And just by, like I said, being in situations to where, you know, I, <laughs> I just fucking up as a kid. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Getting disciplined and stuff, and being in that moment thinking that, oh, bro, this is worse, bro. Why they gotta treat me like this? And I, I it wasn't even that bad, and you know what I'm saying, thinking that it was the end of the world, and then coming up to grips now, looking back like, no, that ass whooping probably saved my life. You feel me? Me getting beat that day, me getting cussed out this day, up that backhand kept me straight. You know what I'm saying? Up that extension cord over there kept me out of a lot of trouble. You feel me? Like, and some of these kids got to understand that, bro. Like. Everybody now they looking and trying to be so empowered, thinking like, oh, 15 years old, I'm grown, I can do this, I can do that. It's a different era, it's a different world. No, it's not, it's the same world. <clears throat> and if we out here just let you go, and then when you're 21, 25, and now you looking back, now it's a different type of conversation. Now you just like, oh well, you act like you didn't care, you let me just do whatever. Okay, so when I cared and when I was on your ass, you had a problem with it. When I when I let you go and figure it out for yourself, now I didn't care. So I think a lot of, I think, uh, I think a lot of us, you know, are we we got to find that balance, like we always say on the show, bro. We got to find that middle ground to where not be too light on situations to where it's like, oh, okay. Don't you just go in the corner, Tommy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, oh no, don't whoop over here. We just go to the corner. We gotta find that different balance between both of those to where you gotta understand sometimes it's a time to be able to talk and, and talk out and 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 then it's also a time for that hard nosed discipline. Now I'm not saying shit, elbow drop your, your kids all the time, but I'm saying it's definitely <laughs> A balance in between because a lot of those situations growing up, you know, and people will tell you, man, like certain situations, that discipline that they got kept them out of jail. The thing I kept them out of the prison system. The thing I had a note about actually for real really? dog was uh he wanna be famous. All right, that's cool. Um well my note was about uh actually my first note was about uh you remember how in school it was always like that class clown. That was always like doing too much in school. So they put mom more than likely was like they mom or granny came up there, called him out, in the, uh, called him out in the hallway. Oh, yeah. Next day, you know, you hallway. see him talking to the teacher. So next day, you know, he get popped right in front of everybody, oh, bro. Yeah. And so my question originally, like, did that help the situation? 
Like, I mean, when they came back in, they was looking all salty, everybody laughing and smirking and shit. You hold your face looking salty as fuck. I mean, yes and no. Like, it probably at that situation at that time, probably no. But most of the time, everybody in that class didn't been through that before. Like, so after a while, like, man, look, I stopped. Yeah, stop bro. So, I, I, you got slapped by your vibe. Like, so? I stopped laughing like, about people about that because I'm like, shoot, it could be me next week. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was Sorry, like, that man. was my like does does public um does the public discipline actually help and then after listening to what you said i did come to the conclusion like sometimes it is different strokes of different folks in different situations call for different reactions for mm -hmm. i most definitely feel that it depends on the severity of the issue and that parent making that decision to do whatever it is that they have to do because they know their child the best way to get across to their child yeah I mean, so it just all I think, depends. I think now, especially with uh, you can go live and all of this type type of stuff. Sometimes I think it's called for it, man. Uh, hold on, we do got a comment. My fault, Martin. I didn't see it at first. What up, big dog? He said uh, discipline is only the extension of the lesson being taught, and the last resort to teach it. Pull that up. Yeah, I like that though. Yeah, I agree. Fact, fact. And but that's what I'm saying about the thing. Like, I probably wouldn't have went there depending on the situation, but I understand exactly why he did. Like, you want a clown on his live. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a clown on live too. <laughs> I'm gonna show all these gangsters. Yeah. Are you being a gangster? You're not a gangster. So I'm gonna show everybody you're not a gangster, and we're gonna see how gangster you are right now on his live. So I understand why. He yeah, did. And, and, and I'm just never one for embarrassing my kids if it don't necessarily call. like. For instance, I give you an example in his in his situation. In his situation, I would say, "All right, I can see it." But like, if my kids get a bad grade, I'm gonna go on live and shave my kid bald. Like, no, like that's uncalled for. Yeah, so that shit is ridiculous. Like a lot, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah so that's that, what I'm saying. Like, it's like you said. Like we agreeing, we basically are saying the same thing. Like certain situations, all right, I could feel it. Would I have done it? I don't know. But I will say I have been in situations before my kid acted a fool in the store and you got it in the store. Like I had to pop you in the store. They'd be like, don't hit him. Right, well, I'm so you want you can get some too, my G. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I let me discipline my kids. Let me, <laughs> let me, right next to the pop -tart. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing like no abuse or nothing, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you man, you know how we get down. But so so I'm just saying, like. You know, I'm never for one embarrassed my I am now the person that you know what I'm saying I'll talk to my kids and give them an example you know what I'm saying hey man I don't asked you and after I give you that hey man I don't asked you already I asked you once already and you keep acting a the fool and eventually I'm gonna have to do what I gotta do but I think we agreeing we saying the same thing basically every situation is different in this particular case I can see why he, exactly why he did it make perfect sense me personally I don't have no problem embarrassing you if you want to be out here embarrassing me, I'll definitely embarrass you. Uh, <laughs> but I just think that a certain certain things is like, like we said, it's all called for. <clears throat> but when we got, when you do have this live and social media access, a lot of these kids are doing stuff on live out the gate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's like, okay. Me as a parent, you just sat up there for however long you was on live acting the fool, embarrassing me. You embarrassing my name on live. 
Oh, okay. So now I'm gonna return it in kind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you need to you need to know the same embarrassment that that I felt at the end of the day, because you are an extension of me at at all times. Yeah, I get so, I get that for real. Uh, I don't know. It's also another. It's also another part of this too that could be that could be learned. I think from the from the father yeah, and the kid, from a parenting perspective, I'll say. Because think about this. I don't think that he. Or maybe the kid does know, you know what I'm saying? But like, even with the gun part, that's first off, that's just dangerous, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you even think I'm about to grab this strap, these straps, and I'm about to play with these straps? That's number one. So I think, I, I think that he, he had the, the actual child in some way, shape, or form is going to have to learn. Maybe that was the way that the dad could finally get him to tea. I don't know what type of father, father he is or was before that moment, but I'm just saying to explain the urgency of what actually he was actually doing. You know what I mean? Cause you're talking about ops and you got the straps out and all of this stuff. Well, now you putting a target on your back and on your family's back. That's number one. And number two, and, and, and not, not even just from a street perspective, from a legal perspective, like what if the cops came and was like, this is child endangerment, bro. Like you out of here. Told you. Book, the, book the dad. Like, so you got, you got some, so the dad got some explaining to do in terms of to the child, like, hey, bro, you really did this, 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 and this, and you could have put me in jeopardy. And then, uh, and then the kid, he got some explaining to do because why would you even do that dumb stuff in the first place? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, to like you said, it's probably a whole section of you know, what I'm saying that discipline that we don't know about or didn't see, but you know. Yeah, I hope I hope he I like hope I said, he took that, by that, the time took that chance. It was like 15, 16. I hope he took that chance to explain that to his son. My son's <laughs> five, five, two, and thirteen now. And I tell as soon as I first brought any type of weaponry in here, hey, listen, talk to their mom. Hey, this is what's going on. Sat them down. This is what it is. This is what it looked like. This is not a toy. You ain't to be playing with it. And then I don't keep it in reach either. So that's another thing. I don't keep my straps in reach for the kids. But that's definitely. But that's kind of what I'm saying, though, Siege. Like, of course, you did that at five or six. He probably did the same thing with his son at five, six, seven, right, eight. Right. But now, that's but, yeah, why that's my so point. Yeah. Because you fucking 16 years old, you know, you know better. Like, you, exactly. you and that's know what I'm better. saying. I hope he went back over it with him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. All yeah, in you're all, definitely right. Because if he, because if he told him that he, uh, he's 16 now, he told him that five, he been telling him through all these years, and then he got up on that live anyway and did it. Yeah, you might have needed to get two slaps. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty for sure that off camera, man, when the camera got cut, little homie got messed up, <laughs> almost for sure, but. I bet he won't touch his dad's guns again. <laughs> so, all in all, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? I think we, I think it's a definitely you got to definitely have a balance, bro. Between, like like I said, I'm not I'm not condoning no abuse or anything. Like I said, discipline, and it's a different and it's in its ways of discipline. Now, I know a lot of people, be like, oh my god, that's abuse and. It's definitely a line, okay? And if you don't know that line, then okay, clearly do not cross it if you don't know it. But as as parents who do know that, that the line between disciplining your children and 
it's, it's just stay just stay on your side of the line because it's definitely a difference. So please don't take this out of context. Please don't. And if you and if you if you have some questions to and you're thinking about taking it out of context, just hit us up personally and we can we can talk about it on a, on a different platform. You know what I'm saying? But all in all, I think the dad was justified. To me, I don't see nothing wrong with the whole with the video at all. Cool. What about you, Siege? I mean, I just hey, it is what it is at that point. Like he did what he felt was best as a parent. It went viral. I think that, like I said, it was a whole bunch of things that was in jeopardy in terms of in terms of legally. Uh, physically and emotionally there, and I ain't even going to pretend like I know. I wish my son would. Yeah. Right. Because I don't know how I react in that situation to what? What? Wow. But anyway, man, moving on to the last topic. <clears throat> I know y'all been hearing about this uh, Charleston White guy. So, like, I've been... I've been wanting to talk about this guy for like a while, but I, I still wasn't sold on him. I'm like, man, let me try to get a little bit more information and stuff like that. Like, cause on one hand, I seen something that he said that he's a comedian and I'm like, when, when, did, what are you being the comedian as? Like, are you a, you know what I'm saying? Are you doing skits? Are you on some, some, you know what I'm saying? On one of those type type comedians and stuff like that, like, are you doing stand up? I'm like, to be honest, man, only time I ever see dude is in some type of uh, controversy with a rapper or somebody uh, affiliated <laughs> or friends of somebody that's affiliated, and he talking about sending them to jail. I mean, my thing, I think from what I looked up, I think dude used to be a game banger. He spent a lot of time in prison. Then I think he snitched on some people or something like that. Got out. He's uh reformed. Reformed. So his main thing, from my perception of it, he just do old nigga shit for real. The first, the first time I seen something from him was a while ago, and he said he when he go to a job, he get money off the job just because <laughs> he he be pulling out some bullshit like. If we all if we all working, he be suing them. He be suing them for little stuff. OSHA, like, oh, that's not OSHA certified, or oh, this is against my rights, or, or sexual harassment, yeah, or sexual, this and that. Get you to say or do something stupid so he can sue you for real. He was like, oh yeah, as soon as they said, I go right to HR. I'm like, <laughs> this dude, like, bro, it's a bunch of like. On one end, you could say it's smart. On one end, you could blow, oh, man, that's smart. But on the other end, it's like, bro, like, are you, are you serious, bro? So you. You willing to throw anybody and everybody up under the bus for personal and financial gain? He love the police, but I mean, look, he's an old nigga. He do old nigga. Look at the cat drinking the milk out the bowl. And literally, like, he just do some old nigga. He just complain and, and, and get people set up and stroke. He like but one the, of them. But the thing, this is the thing that I don't like about cuss. It's different if if trouble seems to find come your way and you're yeah. like, hey man, I'm a like on some old people stuff. If if I'm in front of somebody's yard and they're like, hey, I don't want you in my yard, I'm gonna call the police. Okay. But now if you out here seeking it and you talking trash about Nipsey Hustle and 
and dip in different rap groups and artists and people that's dead and all of that type of stuff. And you saying all this outlandish stuff that's rubbing people the wrong way. And then now when somebody tell you, oh, you can't come here. Oh, now you want to call the police and get everybody locked up. Like now that that to me that's a, that's pushing it a little bit too far. I mean, he even said uh, with the incident, I guess with Ti's son when he was talking, or he said whatever he mentioned with that, he was like, "Man, for real, I just said something, and I didn't know if they was gonna bite or not." So well, then I came to the got a comment too. Mark just posted up. All right, what do you what is it? Uh, Charleston White is showing you the reason why fame is dangerous, and it ain't for everybody. Yeah. Most that I mean, he just be starting. I wouldn't pay that nigga no attention, in my opinion. And there is nothing about if you know a nigga a snitch or you know he a scary dude. Like why why even associate yourself and be around that for real? Because you know what a scary person is capable of. That's the scary part. I I just think, man, I I don't know, bro. How you feel, Siege? Charleston White to me, bro, and I'm going to be honest with you, uh, and Mark, uh, schools just put a, a great point up there. I, let me distinguish real quick the difference between Kanye and Charleston White. Kanye got mental health issues, so I think we got to separate Kanye from Charleston White in that aspect. But, yeah, he is, do- he is, he is doing something similar with Diddy and Boosie. Um, but Charleston White, um, but Charleston White, is to me is is like what cancer is in our culture, and let me explain why. So it's the same. It's the same thing with Takashi Six Nine. It's the same thing with Takashi Six Nine. All these you selling all these wolf tickets. You selling them all these wolf tickets every day to different people, and then when they bite, you running scared, and you saying, "Now, now you're a comedian. Now you know what I'm saying. When you offend somebody, now you're com- When somebody step to you, now you're a comedian." Oh, I'm a senior citizen and my back hurt and y'all bothering me. And I said, and I said, this is, and this. so, so, so to me, Charleston White and, and people's need for drama in their lives or something to watch or something to view is, is a cancer in our culture. And I don't like it at all. I ain't even going to lie to you. When I first heard Charleston White speak, he was talking about uh, neighborhood, people in the neighborhood coming into your neighborhood and killing people that look like us. So basically black on black crime. And he was saying, why if somebody killed your mom or your family member, why wouldn't you want to find out who did it or have the police help find out who did it? Completely understandable. Sounds rational. You know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't you want to have justice and peace in your own neighborhood? Get it. You know what I mean? The problem is, is, is that you're causing the problems in the neighborhood. So when you're bringing the problems to the neighborhood, you now you want to get you were getting people out of the neighborhood systematically same reason why i don't like vlad vlad and and charleston white is the same kind of cancer why are you asking questions of people and doing things of people seeing what they're capable of and when you find out the extent to which they're capable you want to get them arrested it's stupid you know what i'm saying because you're going one day here's the thing I'm, I'm gonna stop and i'm gonna go here real quick corner me about my son you know what i'm saying Corner me about my son and see what I'm willing to do. I don't care about the police. I don't care. You're going to have to have Jesus Christ himself come down here on a golden chariot and tell me he's Jesus Christ to get me to come up off of you. So he got to stop messing with people. That's number one. And then number two, number two, you can tell that it's agenda based. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, there's a, a clear agenda here. One, how they market our music. 
market music to the urban community and then of course the other communities buy it because it's entertaining to them we're entertaining to them so he's pushing that same agenda he's masking it as something that's dangerous he's masking it as oh i'm protecting myself because i'm a comedian i can say what i want to say so what are other people going to do they're going to do the same thing just like the kid on the live right the kid on the live has seen people do this they get the women they get the money they get the they get the accolades and then they out here selling wolf tickets. And then the next thing you know, they on somebody's T-shirt. So Charleston White is packaging that same thing up together. He packaging it up. He putting it in a bow. He making it funny. And he's shipping it to our kids, bro. And I'm not with that. Vlad, too. I mean, to be honest, he's not, he not even making it funny. Like, to be to, just to me, I don't see nothing funny about what he's doing. The funniest thing I seen was, like I said, in the beginning when he was talking about suing the jobs and stuff and just getting breaded up that was hilarious and i'm like okay <laughs> just do a little a little crazy but he getting cracking the system i'm like but he, i'm like he getting it off and then the more the more time went on now he now he in different other controversies like the whole ti and his son and that conversation like like james like you mentioned a little bit ago he was like man i'm just saying some stuff Right, but then at the same, and the funny thing is, is in the same token, he said, do some stuff out there, see, see if they was gonna bite." In the same thing, he, in the same breath too, he said, in the same breath about Ti son, he said he is gonna bury his son. He's gonna bury Ti son. Yeah. So you gonna bury his son? Yeah. See if I'm gonna bite? No, I'm gonna bite, bro. Like, what are you talking about? But yeah, but that's what, but that's what <laughs> I'm saying though. We're saying the same thing. It's like this, this dude, this dude is, he needs to be off of TV. All these different interviews and stuff like that. Stop. But what, that are, what, into, are, what are we interviewing this guy for? But that goes into what, what uh, she's just said. Like, people like Vlad, for real. Mm-hmm. Vlad TV, they do interviews and interview people. And yeah, no, I know about uh, Vlad. But the thing is, the only difference with Vlad TV and, and Cuz is that's Vlad's platform. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he, he made that platform to, to do the – dumb shit that he do when why what is his platform people make him famous people make like 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 the hashtag to be like uh, stop making stupid people famous or stop putting people on the internet like brother i, I just don't like it i'll read it and be like oh that's crazy and keep scrolling it's bro. Like, like basically you, you feel the you feel the buzz winding down it's like oh i need to do something else let me let me stir up some controversy real quick boom i'll stir up some controversy then then you got people you know, that's in business like ourselves that do podcasts like, hey, let me sit down with the cuz. Let me let me pick cuz brain. You know what I'm saying? So the next thing you know, he he get another sound bite. You know what I'm saying? So just like I seen him on this uh one, it was a <coughs> a female uh host, I believe. And um man, I cannot remember what how the what the like the full conversation was about, but it was basically they was talking about like slavery and stuff like that. And he was like, Well, show me where the kings and queens at. She was like, You don't believe that you know, before slaves, black folks had kings and queens, royalty. He was like, Where they at? You gotta show them to me. Like, so you can't pick up a book, my guy. Like, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you just blatantly just saying this stuff out your mouth. And you got you got people like you said you got people watching like 
oh, what? Man, he got a point there. Like, no, he don't have a point. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, you got people got to learn how to weed out the bullshit. And a lot, and, and what's sad is, is that a lot of people can't. And you know what I'm saying? Not as they, not as you're hearing it. So, all in all, Charles White. Part, that's the dangerous part about them, about them and their platforms, bro, is that people don't care to weed it out. They don't yeah. care. Me personally, he a coon to me, and I hope he see it so he can talk some stuff and put us on the map. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, brother, these guys are first class podcasts. You know what? I'm going to call police on them. You know? You know what? I don't go nowhere. So you can call me. You're going to get slapped with the sticky buns. You're going to put the sticky type buns on his ass. Type bro. deal. But personally, yeah, I just, think it's a bunch of coonery. So yeah, he better leave. Just leave, just leave us alone, bro. I don't want no smoke, Charleston. Don't be trying to set me up. True. <laughs> uh, at this point. At this point, I'm a senior citizen. And, and he going to be picking right. on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm yeah, just a comedian. That. All right. I'm a senior goofy. citizen at this point. Just yes. goofy, man. Cancer in our culture, bro. That's crazy. And we letting yeah. them do it. And while we on this topic, real quick, before we move off, stop posting our people fighting each other, too. I'm getting tired of that, too. We'll block you, by the way. But go ahead, my bad. We we got to have something else for that, because I, I do like see, I'm not going to lie. From time to time, I do like seeing a, an occasional scrap. You're there. Have a straight hood moment, like, yeah, bro. So I was scrolling on the line the other day. Like, I happened to come across this for real. Like, you know, what I'm saying? like sometimes it, it don't. I don't get excited about it as I used to, but you know, from time to time, a nice, a nice little, nice little one on one. You like that? And what? Ooh, he's stupid. Dude. Like, all right, I ain't even gonna like it. I'm gonna keep scrolling over. A, hey, you better they stop messing. Working. You better yeah, stop messing working. with people. <laughs> but no, nah, I feel you over for all these. I feel you know, but you gotta have a different platform for it or something. <clears throat> Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? Right. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, before that's pretty much all we got, man. James, you got hers, man. Anything you want to close out with before we get up out here? Um, know how you got here as far as the founding fathers of different <laughs> things that you do like. Yes, it, every generation has their greats, but it's nice to always think about the people who uh, helped the current greats be great. Um, that's as far as that. As far as when it comes to discipline, it's best to do it with uh, restraint have understanding, and then even uh, if it requires a more hands-on slash physical type of discipline, be sure to have a conversation too at the end. And that's one of the most important parts when it comes to uh, whatever route that you decide to take as far as discipline. Have a conversation afterwards about the situation. Um, And then stay away from... Old miserable people for real. The coonery. And as I say, bro, if you don't like it, man, don't like it and don't share it. Like, bro, just keep scrolling for real. Stop paying attention to stupid shit, man. That's that's it. What about you, Siege? You got anything on the way out? Oh, oh. 
sticky buns. My Bro. fault. This Right. That was it. My fault. <laughs> he crazy. He clowning with the sticky bonds. <laughs> I wish I could uh, hit his ass with a yeah, damn sticky bond over that month. No, I'm just playing. But uh, <laughs> you actually had me dying at the before we even started when you was on that, bro. Because my stuff started working when you started saying it just for the people at home listening. That's why he still on it because it was hilarious. But anyway, uh, on the way out, I just want to say, man, glad to be here, man. We got to stop. Uh, like you said, man, it's just stop the foolishness. It's okay, like, if you're w- watching something as a teachable moment, you know, you take something in and you realize that it's not what you're supposed to be taking in. Use it as a teachable moment. I, for some reason, man, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's just the ease of the ease of uh, use in terms of the internet and streaming services or whatever. Uh, you know, people just get on here and do stuff, and then we promote it, or not we, as in me, you and I, but I mean, I guess in a way, because we're talking about it on the show, but, uh, you know, society promotes it and especially to to us or about us. Like, you know, we got to take more pride in what we're doing, man, and what we're consuming, basically. You know what I'm saying? We all got our vices. We all got our things that's going on, you know, stuff that you might do that I don't know about, vice versa. But if it's something that you are using to mechanize or weaponize against our culture, then then you got to do some reevaluating, you know what I mean, in terms of, and I say that specifically about the Charleston Whites, the Vlads, uh, a lot of the stuff that Kanye is going on and saying, you know what I mean? It, it's That stuff is it, Candace uh, Owens, stuff like that or whatever, that's things are being said or used and packaged and so it looks nice or it's funny or, or sounds good or whatever. We got to stop taking those good looking packages and opening it up. It's still shit in a box, basically, is what I'm getting at. You opening up a pretty box and it's still shit inside and you promoting it. Like, no, we, we you know what I'm saying? Throw it away, bro. It's cool to take an L. Uh, <laughs> so do that in that in that aspect. So we got to stop doing that, man. And then, um, you know, we got to my main thing that I want to promote, bro, is speaking life and just speak life into your people. Definitely speak life into yourself, especially your kids, man. And just. Stay on that. Stay on that path to peace, man. We gotta, yeah. This Charleston White and this stuff crazy, man. Cut it out. <laughs> bunch of coonery. So once again, man, Charleston White, bunch of coonery. He's a coon artist. <laughs> uh, Coontastic. Any other coon words I can make up or come up with that's applies to him. Uh, other than he might, that, he, man. he might be dealing with something, man. I don't know if I want to even go that far. I feel what you're saying, but I, I can't say it out of my mouth for that reason. But he got to stop for sure. Listen, I'm going to stand by it. <laughs> I feel you. you, you <laughs> like, but like Mark, the, the last comment from Mark, uh, you know, he might, he, he definitely might have some, some mental uh, issues going on there as well. So we never know. But from my view, it just looks like a bunch of coonery. So it is what it is. Um, you know, at the end of the day, people, you got to choose your role models, especially these kids growing up. Choose your role models. You know, you got people like Nicki Minaj. You got your fathers. You got Charleston White. You got all these different viral videos and <clears throat> Iconic people stepping up, saying just saying what they want to say. Kanye, the the whole Diddy and May situation, a, a lot a lot of stuff. But you, the thing is, is that you can pick your role models. You know what I'm saying? It ain't all about the chains and the clothes. You know what I'm saying? You can you can find something in somebody that you be like, you know what? 
I like that. That's something that I want to I, I want to stick close to. You know what I'm saying? So I just want everybody to kind of take that with them as far as on a role model standpoint, man, because at this day and age, it's it's out here. So, you know, every time you turn around, something's going viral, something, you know what I'm saying? So the way social media is. So with that being said, choose your choose your roles model your role models wisely. So and is it take is it taking you on a path to trash or is it taking you on a path to before, trash? Uh, before we get up, I do want to Uh, I do want to give a moment for breast cancer awareness. So, you know, I know I don't know about anybody else, but uh, personally, I, I do have a couple of family members that did, um, you know, have to go through the journey. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to all the survivors uh, for uh, breast cancer, uh, breast cancer, and breast cancer awareness, especially in the month of October. Um, Next year, man, I'm going to try to be more proactive on it and try to do some type of a, a charity fund or something like that where we, you know, try to raise some money for for breast cancer awareness. But, you know, the, the month is almost over. I do wanted to send that out before we got up out of here. And just in case you missed a quote in the beginning, <clears throat> I'm going to end it. Uh, we can end it like this today. It says your greatest contribution to the universe may not be something that you do, but someone that you raise. One last time, your greatest contribution to the universe may not be something that you do, but someone you raise. So like I said, man, choose your role, your role models wisely. And us as men and adults, not just as men, but adults, period. You got to be that role model. So like we always say at this time, if you're going to fly, you might as well fly, fly first class. First class. <laughs> we got to, we got to stop, bro. Like he I, said, bro, like, bro, I dumped the gun. You came late. Like, bro. Listen, 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 listen. At this point on the stream, I'm <laughs> to the point now to where we can't even say. I have a button, bro, with everybody voice recorded on there. Where you going? Yeah, but until we get that button. I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna need y'all to step it up. <laughs> like, bro. I'm gonna just say it. Just don't Joe Jackson me, bro. Y'all, y'all don't have to worry about saying. Don't stand there with the belt cool, though. Like, bro, come here, bro. But it's so, y'all cool. skipped. Y'all skipped. Uh-huh. Y'all skipped out on my end. I'm cool with that. Yeah, facts. When I I'm, say sticky buns, no. Oh, you should have said that <laughs> after the uh, for our first class. And remember, sticky <laughs> buns. Click. <laughs> so we're gonna try it out right. Like I always say, like I always say, it's this time. <laughs> if you don't fly, you might as well fly first fly class. Fly first class with sticky buns. Peace. First class podcast. <laughs>